Welcome back to the Codependency Survival Guide. I am your host, the Backyard Buddha. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the four stages of codependency. Can you hear the paper rustling? And the artificial wind created by the, the fan above? These are my notes. Uh, I've come up with a name for the new process that I'm using, and the name is HeartMap. I was talking with one of my friends, and it popped into my head, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's nice. It is, you know, not super flashy, but I didn't really want it to be super flashy. I wanted it to be very just right, and this feels very right. So when I did this heart map, it was on, uh, the emotion that I was having of, of liking someone. Now, <laughs> liking someone is not inherently a bad thing, <laughs> but it's when that's the dominant focus. You know what I mean? Like liking someone's okay when it's just like a an aside, like, oh yeah, yeah, I like that person. Oh yeah, I get along with that person. Oh yeah, they're cool. It's like that. Not, I like this person. Very different. And that, that one, right, the, the second one is what we want to avoid. So I was feeling this, and I was also feeling some anxiousness. Some uh, some paranoia. No, not so much, so much paranoia, like something bad's gonna happen. More like anxiousness. This low hum thrum of anxiousness. And I didn't like this low hum thrum <laughs> of anxiousness. It, uh, it actually made me mad. It actually irritated me. I'm like, oh, really? You're here? Really? Again? You're here. Okay. I know what to do with you. And then uh, I sat down and explored why I was feeling what I was feeling. AKA, what are the perspectives? Right? Because perspectives, how we view things, what we're believing to be true, creates emotion. How painful that emotion is signifies how out of alignment we are with how our infinitely intelligent and unconditionally loving essence, spirit, soul, awareness is viewing the same situation. When I came to 
is a, a realization that there are actually four stages of codependency. And it also led me to some realizations of, you know, what what is this, what are these four stages kind of inevitably leading you to? And that inevitable realization was pretty incredible. So I want to share it here. I guess this is a, a companion episode for yesterday's episode because it's going to be similar topics, which are important. It's important to talk about this. Uh, it's important to highlight. It's important to, to refresh because it's, it's literally everything. And you'll, you'll see exactly how. So I like, 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 like this person. What's the underlying belief? I need this person to feel better and whole about myself. They can fix me. How does this belief make you feel? Well, what's, what's the initial stage, right? This would be the first stage of codependency. You like, like somebody. I like, like them. Oh, and this is a feeling of giddiness. Wow. Shininess. Then once there's this initial attraction, and it could be, um, could be after you guys start talking, right? Could be once you guys get into a relationship. Kind of depends. For me now, it's uh, if I feel that giddiness and then I make some, I don't know, flirting remark or something. That is enough to then uh, unlock stage two <laughs> for me in the codependency game, which is paranoia being paranoid about whether the person likes you or not. So before, it kind of took a, a long time, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe I was just so numb to what I was feeling that it did happen very quickly. I just didn't recognize it till enough time passed. I don't know. That, that sounds good, though. We'll go with that for now. So the second stage is paranoia. Do they like me? Do they not like me? Always worrying. Stressing. On edge about. Afraid of, anxious of. Doubting whether they like you or not. Are you doing enough? What do they think about that? It's fucking terrible. Third stage. Anger. Irritation, annoyance, because you're giving your power away to something or someone else. And in this case, someone else. You're giving your power away to someone else. They control you. <laughs> because you believe that they can validate you. And there also might be some resentment, right? Because initially there's just like, oh my God, shininess, that's amazing. Ah, everything's great. And then it might evolve into the realization that, wait a minute, they can't always be this perfect being to me. What the fuck? I've been robbed. And you might resent them. Um, the more you kind of refine this, this process, look at this process, 
embrace your own emotions, you'll, that anger will shift from being resentful towards them to being resentful towards yourself, from being angry with yourself at like, oh my god, fuck, how the fuck have I done this again? Fuck. Why did, you know, and I talked about this in the previous episode, like, why am I putting myself in this position? I want to draw a firm goddamn boundary here. So anger, being angry that it's not working, you're giving your power away and you're still not feeling fulfilled. And angry that, you know, bitter, jaded, that fuck, this hasn't happened again. Which then will lead you to pushing the person away. You know, breaking up with them or not treating them with the same appreciation as you might have in the beginning because it was so evident it was just you know everything great about them was just popping seemingly out of their fucking eyeballs and you were telling them that and you were appreciating that um but it it wasn't like a in a side thing right like oh yeah they're dope yeah of course like duh of course i would say that or of course, I would resonate with that. Like, that's cool. Because it wasn't that, it wasn't just like a bonus being around them. It was a like-like. It was very unbalanced and, and not sustainable. So then once you gradually stop acting the same way, uh, then this leads to, you know, one form being you pushing them away, ending, ending the relationship. That's been a, a fan favorite of, of me recently. And, or, or this could also pop up or appear as, um, let's see, them breaking up with you because you're less, you know, interested, you're, you're more bored around them you're just kind of using them for sex, perhaps, for just their companionship. And it's very evident that there's this dynamic of being used versus uh, appreciating them. Using them, appreciating them, it's a different vibe. And remember, the, a true appreciation isn't like this, you know, constant, uh, checking by them like a constant evaluation like am i appreciating because if i don't then they'll fucking hate me and it's, it's also not that it's just it's automatic it's a sim it's just a byproduct of a symptom of effortless just happens uh and what is it a byproduct of we'll, we'll get to that here in a little bit i once was casually dating someone. And this kind of brings us to the third. So them breaking up with you because they sense you're just using them. Not really, you know, kind of bored. The, the magic, the sauce, <laughs> the spark is gone. And it's just like, yeah, you guys have drifted apart. It could happen over a period of time. could happen very quickly. Uh, so that would be the, the second one. The first one would be 
you breaking up with them because it's not the same anymore. You're mad, angry. And then the third one, the third way in which this manifests, I'll tell you a little story to kind of demonstrate this. So I was dating this person. We're having sex. Sex was good. Um, we're hanging out. We had known each other for a while before we started having sex. Um, I think anyway. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me, let me go back a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we had known each other for a while before I started having sex. Pretty sure. And it was fun. It was great. But, and this is usually how it is, right? In the beginning, it is great. It is awesome. It is beautiful. It is fun. And you can almost override all of the, the pain that you're holding on to, that you're carrying with you in your energy field in the beginning. So I'm like my most funniest, <laughs> cracking jokes, um, flirting, teasing, busting their balls in a playful way, uh, giving them shit, <laughs> mm, you know, adventures, Spending time together, enjoying, appreciating. But you, I can't hold that, right? You can't hold that because the pain, it's like a war of attrition, like eventually wins because there's so much of it. It eventually seeps into everything and it's, it's not enough. It's, uh, the pain is kind of like acid. It's, it's eaten away energetically at this attachment that you've created. And what is this attachment? What, what, what does this mean when I say attachment? This attachment that you've created, that, that you've developed, this bridge from them to you. Well, here it is, here's what's happening, right? And, and again, the third thing here is, is you needing to borrow from them, which then makes them, then pushes them away, excuse me. So eventually she she broke up with me because she realized that two things. One was I was just kind of using her, not intentionally. I wasn't like in my mind, like I'm just using this person for sex and companionship. I'm just using this person for sex and companionship. That wasn't what I was like set up in my mind, right? That's what was happening. So there's that, which is number two, but it also had some of number three, which is I need to borrow from your level of alignment. So I think if it's just number two, it's more of a, just a, oh, this, this, you know, I mean, I guess they could be kind of jaded, I suppose, but I, I would think it would be more of a, like, all right, this is not what we're both looking for, obviously, so we should just kind of call it, so to speak, you know, closing time, it's time to go. The third one, you borrowing alignment from somebody. Once that kind of sets in, I feel like that produces the most uh, disgust, mm, hatred, uh, irritation, anger, 
than anything. And I, I felt like I had a strong combination of, of two and three. Which led to a breakup. And she was just very cold, callous, um, no more friendship really after that. And I was just like, ah, oh, that hurt. Not really understanding what was, what was happening. And she was like, am I just a booty call to you? I was like, what? no, like, what do you mean? I had no idea, no idea what the fuck was happening. What was that play on an energetic level? I was so unaware, I was so blind to, to the amount of pain that I was in. And still am, to a certain degree. It's a, a constant exploratory adventure that I'm on, becoming more aware, more sensitive to, of the next layer of pain that's there to be looked at and you know embrace the the gifts within so i mentioned borrowing what are you borrowing from this person like why why is there such a strong backlash effect because you're trying to borrow their level of alignment. That they have with themselves. So you begin attracting, and the more you do this work, the more you're gonna attract more and more people that just match up with you better, like they're more resonant to you. You resonate more with them. Which in a way almost make this makes this harder in certain aspects, but also, also better. So you attract these people and because they're more resonant, it's a even more powerful level of alignment that you could possibly borrow from because you don't know how to cultivate a strong level of alignment within yourself. This is codependency. It's, can I borrow some of your alignment? I don't know how to, how to you know, create my own alignment. But it's ineffective because they have a specific blend of alignment. Now, all alignment, you know, all, our, all awareness, all of our souls, essence, whatever the fuck you want to call it, has those two ingredients at the core. Unconditional love, infinite intelligence. So they all have this, this same kind of core feeling, but it's different like DNA, right? It's a different makeup. So initially it's very powerful, but it's not sustainable because it's not your specific DNA, right? Energetic coding. You have your own specific combination for limitless, constant alignment that does fill your cup powerfully in each moment, that does make you feel worthy and whole and loved and safe and supported 
and clear-minded and passionate and excited and at peace and at ease. And it's your own alignment. And you can't shut off this alignment. The very fact that there is negative, you know, I rarely use that word, uh, intense, the very fact that there's intense emotion present literally signifies how out of alignment you are. It's just distance, really. It's just telling you how far away you are from how your spirit is viewing the same situation or circumstance, which is kind of incredible when you think about that. You're always, actually, you're always in alignment at a core level, right? Who you really are, your non-physical self is always in alignment. But how much of that are you letting flow through into your physical expression? How much of that are you channeling into your physical expression? Well, how good you feel informs you of how much you're letting through. And lastly, the last stage of uh, codependency is guilt. Feeling intense guilt for ruining another relationship. Guilt, uh, another word for this, you could use anguish, angst. That <sighs> feeling, you know, deep in your heart. Because another relationship has been eroded, been eaten away. All the beautiful people are being beautiful, you know, elsewhere. <laughs> You've repelled them. And you could also throw, throw shame in the mix, I guess. So angst would be more accurate name for stage four. And within that angst is guilt and shame. I've repelled another person. Ha, huh, so, so gross, I'm so disgusting, I'm such a fuck up, I'm so broken, what's wrong with me? I hate myself, I'm nothing, I'm, you know, I'm no good. That all gets reinforced. So on one level, I think a lot of people end up getting stuck in these, you know, uh, these like caches of awareness, these, these little pits, or not aware, awareness, but like these uh, 
it, they get stuck in that emotion for a while. Now that's incredibly painful, but this is also great. Because one big benefit of wading through the excruciating fire of these emotions like shame and, and uh, you know a lot of these things a lot of, a lot of these emotions most of them we've become completely desensitized to them because we experienced them during childhood and they were fucking excruciating but we just shut them down shut down and we we numbed ourselves out we've been practicing that for such a long time so it's just kind of like a void it's just kind of like a nothingness this like nothingness buffer between us and the actual emotion and it prevents us from experiencing the emotion and that that needs to kind of be dissolved right but people spend enough time there in that the fire excruciating fire of that emotion and it that fire is, is burning away it's eating away at the attachment to this perspective identification with this perspective it's generating awareness and awareness is simply the ability to comp contemplate excuse me other perspectives it gives you some wiggle room so even in the in the midst of that terrible i'm nothing they don't love me where did they go and i'm doing this comically because i not to make fun of you if you are in that state but because I've been in this state, and I just think it's funny now, because it is it is kind of funny on one level. Also kind of sucks on another level, but you know, laughing is healing. <laughs> Humor is, is healing. I just want to stress that though, so I'm not, I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of me in a playful way. I'm making fun with me, not at me and I'm inviting you into the joke to laugh and also sync up with some humor so you can be grateful for the fact that it is burning away attachment because you go ow 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 and after enough time of going ow 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 you're like okay let me try something else that's kind of what's happening ow 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 I don't like this ow 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 okay let me look at something else uh, let me try something else uh, what's over here oh this doesn't feel so bad but I don't know, maybe if I go back now, ow, ow, okay, no, it still doesn't work, okay, let me try this for a while, a little bit longer, okay, maybe I'm ready now to come back, ow, ow, okay, maybe I should never, ever touch that again, ever, 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 cool, okay, I won't do that, thank you, thank you, uh, emotion for teaching me, now, at the very least, because I haven't been taught anything, right, when you're in that stage, you're not really learning anything, you're just dissolving awareness, you're just kind of surviving that process of, identification and attachment being eroded away automatically, naturally, until you generate enough awareness to then begin to start examining the wisdom and integrating the wisdom, downloading the wisdom within. So let's look at, uh, you know, who, who would you be? I'm gonna give you some of my answers, but I imagine these are fucking universal, right? Or you could relate to a majority of them at the very least. So who would you be, who would I be if I couldn't focus uh, on this thought, if I, if I wasn't able to think this thought anymore, who would I be? Let's look at some potential answers, shall we? 
I would focus on my empowerment. I'd focus on what feels good to me, on what nourishes me, on what fills my cup. I would explore my beliefs, and you could add more to all these, right? I would explore my beliefs more. I wouldn't be worried or stressed out about whether they like me or not, because I like me. I'm mending myself. I'm achieving alignment, which is allowing me to feel whole, more in the moment. Uh, I would be more in the moment. I'd be more easygoing, be more playful, lighthearted, not taking things seriously. It'd be no big deal. So the opposite. And ultimately, the beliefs are always, our limiting beliefs are always, you know, generating these painful emotions, are always leading us to these opposite states. Always. So literally, this is, where, this is like a preview of where I'm going and where I will be. Which is kind of cool. Next, what is this belief, this limiting belief, helping me highlight? <sighs> Big yawn. As I speak, I try to, uh, to monitor the level of tension in my body, if there's any tightness. And as I'm speaking, I also tend to, or as I'm speaking, I also am relaxing at the same time. So if you see me, or not really see me, <laughs> but if you hear me go quiet, that's usually because I sense that things are moving too quickly, either in terms of speech, thought, expression, whatever, and I need to kind of dial things back, have a little bit of a reset. Dissolve some tension so there's not this current of, uh, of aggressive expression, which is very subtle. It's like a subtle aggression. It's a subtle more, 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 right? So let's look at what this is highlighting. Well, I, I do resonate and get along with these people that I'm attracting, you know. They're pretty cool. So that's cool. I'm attracting cool people. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> uh, it's highlighting more of what I enjoy. It's pointing that out. Oh, I enjoy this. I enjoy this behavior. I enjoy talking about this. I enjoy uh, expressing myself in this way. Being more in the moment. It's cool. But... It's also highlighting that I don't want to sabotage relationships anymore. <sighs> it's a big gut. I don't want to sabotage my relationships anymore. That's really cool. I don't want to do that. That intense there. That's awesome. It's highlighting that. These are not basic things, ladies and gentlemen. These are colossal milestones in my life, right? It's huge. Um, and, I, and I don't want to sabotage these relationships by bringing this I need you to complete me vibe into the interaction.
It's highlighting that I want to spend even more time with my beliefs. Explore them. Because I've eroded enough attachment identification with these beliefs, there's enough wiggle room to start exploring them, exploring what wisdom they have for me that I can integrate so I can choose new beliefs. That's pretty cool. highlighting that I want to tune more of my attention to what brings me more relief, ease, and flow. I have less of a proclivity to numb my emotions and instead a stronger desire to match up with what aligns me physically with me non-physically. Highlighting that I have so much love to give. Wow, I can easily give love to people. That's cool, you know? I'm not a narcissist. I can give love. That's cool. I'm not a narcissist. Yay. Um, it also highlights how easily able I'm able to... Uh, how easily I'm able to... There we go. Highlight what makes someone else beautiful can easily point that out. Make a whole list about why you're perfect, just as you are, which is incredibly helpful when coaching people. Because oftentimes they have a very difficult time seeing that for themselves and coming to these conclusions. And new vantage points, allowing them to see themselves in this way. Allowing them to see themselves how perfect, through the lens of how perfect they are. So that's cool. You see, it, it needs to be a wow. Right? That's how you know you've really integrated something. It's a wow. Holy shit. It's that vibe. It's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Alright, okay, I got it. We haven't really got it. Because there's probably some restlessness there, some agitation, some. Yeah, I just move it the fuck along. Move it the fuck along. I just, yeah, whatever. Let me get through that already. Let's just speed this shit up. Speeding shit up would rob you of the full experience of, of the wisdom, the download, the gift. And your soul. The, the trajectory, the arc of expansion that your soul is guiding you along is on, that you are on, will not allow you to rob yourself of these gifts. So if we're not able to, to look at these new perspectives clearly, then we haven't spent enough time under the, the spell of those painful emotions to dissolve enough attachment and identification with them, right? So it needs to be a wow. So right now this is like, oh, this is interesting. And it's kind of approaching wow. 
It's like it's 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 a baby wow. And it's slowly becoming a full fledged wow. It's highlighting how delicious that unattached relationship is going to be. When uh, that lines up, that's going to be really cool. A lot of fun. And here's the key phrase here. That's not, that relationship is not going to make me feel good and have a lot of fun. I'm going to be having a lot of fun and feeling good. And that relationship is just going to enhance it. It's just going to amplify it. It's just an amplifier. It's an enhancer. It's not a facilitator. Without my level of alignment, clear alignment, can't magnify it. This is also, uh, as I was saying that, it kind of made me realize that I did achieve, uh, you know, I did have access to levels of alignment with the different people that I was with. And it was enhanced, it was amplified. I just wasn't completely in alignment. I still had a lot of pain. There was actually nothing wrong with um, you know, those previous relationships. They were just teaching me, there's just lessons. And I was pretty hard on myself. Another side point here. A lot of the time, we don't even fucking know what these beliefs have in store to show us. Which is pretty cool. Something to appreciate, something to have gratitude for. It's also highlighting how delicious being in alignment with me is. It's so sustainable. It's better than anything. I could have, you know, objectively, materialistically, but also any kind of relationship I could have with anybody else. The relationship I have with myself is better than any I could possibly have with anybody else. Say that 10 times fast. There's your affirmation. So this is where these four stages of codependency are inevitably leading you to. It's developing two really, really core realizations and perspectives, uh, beliefs. The first one is alignment with myself is more delicious than any alignment I can borrow from another. And by another, this applies to people, right? Codependency, but you can also be codependent with Netflix. <laughs> You have a codependent relationship with Netflix. It's anything, any object, any condition that you're trying to borrow alignment from. Anything you're saying, this needs to look like this before I can be happy because it is giving me happiness. No, it's not. And it won't. 
we give ourselves happiness through our perspectives and through tuning into what brings us peace, joy, fulfillment. And it could be something, something as simple as appreciation. Very easy way. It's a, it's a powerful journal practice exercise. What do you appreciate? Go super general. I appreciate this, me, you know, me currently in this moment. I appreciate this chair I'm sitting in. It's allowing my body to rest in a comfortable position. I appreciate the tension that is in my body that's struggling to fully relax because it implies uh, the tremendous amount of pain that I've survived that has conditioned my body to constantly be in a state of fight or flight. So I'm very strong, I'm a survivor, and I continually work to heal myself. So I am strong, I'm one of the strongest people that I know. I appreciate the tension in my body. You are a constant emblem to how strong and powerful and tough I am. Thank you for being here. I appreciate this notebook that I'm holding in my hand, holding the heart map that I did, and all these beautiful realizations and revelations that this painful belief that has been putting me into a cycle of uh, self-hate, shame, guilt, Thank you for bringing me here to this new vantage point. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, dear listener, for listening to this episode. I hope you're getting a lot of value from it. I love you. I appreciate you sharing your time and energy with me. Because this is a moment that is not going to happen again. This time is gone. So I hope it was well spent. appreciate how you're open to this information and opening to tuning in to more well-being, to more fulfillment, to more ease. Thank you for syncing up with appreciation yourself. Thank you for being open to adopting, downloading new perspectives that allow you to be more in alignment. Because that's how we slowly heal the planet. Right? So the first core belief that these four stages of codependency are leading you to is that alignment with yourself is more delicious than any alignment you can borrow from anything or anyone else. The second big realization, belief, perspective thing that these four stages of codependency are leading you to is it's helping you prioritize alignment with yourself, helping you cultivate a stronger intention to tune into what aligns you with you without focusing on conditions, whether something is present or not, but navigating life simply through 
the filter of does this make me feel good more clear more certain more playful more at ease more lighthearted more centered more balanced more fulfilled more nourished more easygoing less stressed out less tense more relaxed more calm more playful or is it tensing me the fuck up it's creating a stronger desire to care about how you feel which is incredible 